Welcome to SAM32. SAM32 is a penitential SAM just like SAM6 was. These are SAMs seeking God's forgiveness by the means of confessing one's sins. SAM32 grew out of David's experience with the Lord after he committed adultery with Bathsheba and had tried to hide his sins. Now traditionally, SAM51 is linked with David's adultery and the subsequent murder of her husband Uriah. But SAM51 is considered to be an immediate outpouring of confession after the exposure of sin, but SAM32 is considered a later SAM written by David as he mulled about this unfortunate act. Of course, there is so much to learn from this psalm, such as the pain and the agony caused by an unconfessed sin, the misery brought upon our lives when we delay in seeking repentance. And here David says in verse 1, Blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven by the Lord, whose sin is covered. Here David is acutely aware that when we sin, we not only sin against those around us, we equally sin against God. When we violate the sacredness of those around us, we violate God himself. For we believe every person is made in the image of God and trespassing this image is trespassing the sacred space God has set. And David says, I have not only sinned against a person but against you, O Lord. Blessed is the man whose trespasses are forgiven by the Lord. Happy is the man whom the Lord does not pronounce guilty. Second, David is acutely aware of the pain caused by an unconfessed sin. Verse 3 and 4, he says, When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away, and I groaned all day long. Verse 4, Day and night your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Now, these are quite graphic, aren't they? In short, David is saying, sin will eventually affect your body. David, in fact, became like an old man carrying his heavy burden upon his life. Third, David is also acutely aware that if one calls on the Lord and seeks for repentance, God forgives. If one calls on the Lord and seeks for repentance, God forgives. Verse 5, he says, Finally, I have confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. In other words, let's stop trying to hide our guilt, confess it as soon as possible and receive God's forgiveness and healing over our lives. David says in verse 6, Let all the godly pray while there is still time. Remember, there is no sin that God cannot forgive. All that we must do is to ask for it. Fourth, David is acutely aware of the release of joy that accompanies genuine confession. The release of joy that accompanies genuine confession. In verse 7, he says, For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Now, the phrase hiding place has this connotation of finding shelter. Now, shelter in the house of the Lord or finding shelter in the presence of God. And when David took shelter in the presence of God, in other words, when he got right with God by confessing his sins, he went from silence into singing, singing shouts of victory. He says, now you surround me with songs of victory. May I say, confession of our sins truly releases us into the joy of the Lord that was lost. And fifth, David is finally aware of the human depravity of heart, the human depravity of heart. In fact, in verse 9, David is prophetically speaking in God's voice unto his people. It says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like a senseless horse or a mule that needs a bit and a bridle to keep it under control. Here, David perhaps feels like a stubborn animal that needs to be broken. 
For instance, a horse and a mule needs rigorous training before they are useful to the master. And David is saying, the Lord has broken me and shown me the very depravity of my very soul. And finally, David is acutely aware of a restored relationship with God. He's finally aware of a restored relationship with God. In verse 10, he says, Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. David understood what it was to live, at least for a season, as the wicked man and the sorrow that came with it. But now the repentant David has come to this knowledge of the mercy of God that surrounds him. He now has become aware that although we may fall, if we repent, God is a God of mercy. He restores us unto Him. So, remember, when we sin, we not only sin against those around us, we equally sin against God. When we violate the sacredness of those around us, we violate God Himself. Remember, there is a lot of pain in carrying unconfessed sin. Remember, if we only call on the Lord and seek for repentance, God is a God who forgives us. Remember, repentance releases the joy of the Lord into each one of our lives. And finally, remember the depravity of human heart that each one of us carry. It is St. Augustine who said, The beginning of knowledge is to know yourself to be a sinner. The beginning of knowledge is to know yourself to be of a sinner. Be constantly aware of the depravity of our heart and the need of grace that we stand all the day before the Lord. May I say this in closing. Our sins will be forgiven by the Lord, but the consequences of our sin may still remain even when the sin is forgiven. For instance, David's child born in sin died. David's household experienced further hardship in the later years. In fact, in total, four of David's sons suffered untimely deaths. But also remember this, God can work even through the consequences of your sins. In fact, David and Bathsheba's next son, Solomon, became the heir to the throne. And to this day, he is remembered to have built the temple of God. So even in the most bad situations, God has a plan that serves his sovereign purposes. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, search me today and please bring to my knowledge of any sin that needs to be confessed and be confronted with. I might want to hide behind them, but I know nothing is hidden from your sight. You want to bless me, but only you bless me when I confess my sins that is committed against people and against you, O God. I also want to thank you that when I confess my sin, I have the provision of being forgiven through your son, Jesus Christ. So help me live my life, my public and private life for the glory of the Lord always. And this I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.